0: I do but deal.
1: We would like to welcome you to another edition of The Jazz Show on CITR. You know, we're not going to uh, be broadcasting on this date for another four years, and uh, that's February 29th, and of course today is leap year, so uh, we wish everyone, uh, if that is appropriate, a happy leap year. (laughs) We hope. And uh, we're having a great leap year here at CITR because this is our very special Fun Drive show, and this is the only um, episode of the Jazz show where we'll be talking about the Fun Drive, because by next week, the Fun Drive will be over, and uh, we'll have made our mark, I'm absolutely sure. We've done it every year so far. And uh, this year, I think, will be no exception. We're up to over eleven thousand dollars 50 and we haven't put up the uh, recent totals yet. So um, that's doing extremely well. This is our Fun Drive edition. So normally on the Jazz feature, I don't uh, interrupt Um, I played the feature right through, but after a few tunes, I'll come back and uh, remind everybody, because I think it's very important, uh, of our phone numbers and the fact that we are having this fun drive. And so I'll tell you the phone numbers right away. The phone number to call to our friendly um, telephone staff is 604-822-8648. Or if you're not into numbers, just letters, it's 604-UBC-UNIT. And, of course, um, you can come out here if you know where the station is out here at UBC and uh, slip some money under the door for us. That's a good idea, too. <laughs> Any form will do, credit card, check, whatever. Um, and you can also donate online, and uh, which is very private and very secure as well. So we'll tell you a little more about that uh, on the duration of the show. We've got some great prizes um, oh, for different donations, and um, your basic donation is anything you want. If you if you can only afford five bucks, we don't care. Uh, two bucks, whatever a loony, a toony. Um but our basic donation for our prizes begins at thirty. So $30 will get you a great thing, which is a CITR discount card, and you, you can go to a lot of really fine shops and get a significant discount on whatever you purchase, and a lot of these shops are independent shops up on Main Street, and uh, throughout the city, there's some uh, great deals, and uh, you know, if you can get a discount, it's always great, and uh I'll tell you more about the prizes uh, later on because we have to get into the show and we'd like to uh, introduce ourselves. My name's Gavin Walker, and of course I'm the host of The Jazz Show on CITR. And as usual, we're going to begin the show with our jazz feature, so I'd just like to tell you a little bit about it. It's not only leap year today, February 29th. It's not only Fun Drive, but it's the last program of the month that we're going to do for Black History Month. And our jazz feature is all about black history, as it has been uh, throughout this month of February. This time, we're going to go way back in time and play some music that was actually written before the abolition of slavery, one of the darkest moments in United States history. And these songs that we're going to hear in instrumental form provided um, an inspiration for a lot of uh, people that were in that particular predicament, mostly African Americans. And uh, they sung these songs at their churches and places of worship, and it gave them hope and for eventually the lifting of the shackles of slavery. So these songs go back a long time. And the performer on here is a gentleman named Grant Green. Grant Green was one of the finest jazz guitarists. He had a long contract with Blue Note Records, and he was virtually given carte blanche to record anything he wanted. He, was, he recorded frequently, and we're very happy because most of these uh, Grant Green recordings on Blue Note are still very much available. And, of course, he was one of the masters of the jazz guitar. What a beautiful sound. And he played the guitar like a horn, single line. He didn't use a lot of chords. Um, it was really interesting because his biggest influences were saxophone players. And that's what he tried to do on on the guitar and created a style all of his own. So I think of Wes Montgomery and Grant Green as two of the foremost guitar players that emerged in the 60s. Grant was originally from St. Louis, Missouri, and then moved on to New York City and... um, passed away a number of years ago, but we have all these recordings. So this recording is all about the, what they called back then the Negro Spiritual. Now that term Negro is no longer, um, not only in fashion, it's actually completely out of date. But uh, a lot of people refer to um, many of these songs still um, as Negro Spirituals, and that's what they are but they are spiritual music, and as I said, we're, hearing, we're going to hear them in instrumental form. Grant got this idea because he heard these songs as, as a child, and uh, just about everybody knows these, these songs, the words and the melodies, and Grant took these songs and interpreted them for this album. So, in a way, this album is a tribute to Black History Month. So we have Grant Green, the leader on guitar, along with someone else who was very, very aware of his history, um, not only as a person, but musical history as well. I'm talking about the great Herbie Hancock on piano. Butch Warren, Edward Butch Warren, one of the great bass players of the time. And on drums, the wonderful, smiling Billy Higgins, on three tracks, a gentleman who's plays the tambourine and enhances these tunes, Garvin Massieu on tambourine. That's going to be our jazz feature this evening, and as I said, our final tribute this month to Black History Month. So we will begin by giving you the first three tunes on this album called Feelin' the Spirit. The first tune is a traditional tune, just a closer walk with thee. The second tune is a tune called Joshua Fit the Battle of Jericho. That's tune number two. And tune number three, Nobody Knows the Trouble I've Seen. Those three tunes we'll hear first. And um, I'll say a few words about the uh, fun drive and all that kind of stuff, and we'll come back with the final three tunes from this album. So this is the beginning of our jazz feature this evening. Once again, Grant Green on guitar, Herbie Hancock piano, Butch Warren on bass, Billy Higgins on drums, and when you hear him on tambourine, Garvin Massieu. And we begin with just a closer walk with thee. Mr. Green, if you please.
0: (laughs) ¶¶
1: First part of our jazz feature this evening. We heard three spirituals from a album by guitarist Grant Green called Feeling the Spirit. And, of course, this is the last and the final program, which is a direct tribute to Black History Month. And I felt that this album was very uh, appropriate because these songs go way, way back in time. And uh, we hear the wonderful instrument of Grant, Herbie Hancock, and all the other people in the band playing these uh, sacred spirituals and turning them into uh, beautiful jazz music. So we hope that you are enjoying it. The musicians heard Grant Green, of course, on guitar, Herbie Hancock on piano, Edward Butch Warren on bass, Billy Higgins on drums, and Garvin Massiot on tambourine. We heard three spirituals to begin. Uh, We began with Just a Closer Walk with Thee, and we went into uh, Joshua, fit the battle of Jericho. And uh, the final tune, very bluesy too, Nobody Knows the Trouble I've Seen. And uh, there are three more to go. But of course, um, I said that uh, I would interrupt a little bit, I usually don't do that on the jazz feature, but this is a very important show as well because it is our fun drive show. And the fun drive is uh, one of the most important times of the year at CITR because, and the reason that we raise money is uh, not that uh, um, everybody, everybody needs money. <laughs> we need money for many things here at CITR. Uh, For instance, to continue broadcasting and training with monthly workshops that are conducted by professionals so that uh, young students can learn all the ins and outs of radio broadcasting. Radio is not only um, been around for since the turn of the century, but it's also making a big comeback. People really enjoy listening to the radio because they can do other things while they listen, uh, to the radio. Whereas if you're watching television, that's about all you can do except, uh, chomp on munchies. Uh, whereas radio, you can do chores and have the radio going and appreciate what's happening and, and, and listen to everything and continue to do your chores, which is, uh, (laughs) something that radio provides. But, um, Getting back to the more serious reasons for uh, for raising money, of course, radio training can cost a lot, and we offer it free to CITR members. So that means somebody has to pay for it, and somebody has to pay these professionals to come in uh, so that they can conduct these workshops. So there you go. That's where the fundraising comes in. And we also help citizens get published and get on the air, and CITR members can gain skills in promotion, marketing, uh, administration, uh, fundraising, event planning, all this kind of stuff. Another aspect of CITR is that we must recognize that Vancouver is no longer a backwater town. its a, uh, I, I'm not going to use the word um, that everybody hates, uh, but we must understand that Vancouver has grown, really grown, in the last 30 years, it's very, very multicultural, and our programming is multicultural. We have Ethiopian programming, Indian programming from India. We have indigenous programming with our native Indians as well. We have Korean programming, Spanish programming, Russian programming. All kinds of uh, different ethnic groups are uh, represented on CITR. And uh, so that's another reason to keep this station happening. And you can by simply donating. And any amount will do. It doesn't matter. You don't have to be embarrassed if you can only give five bucks. Nothing wrong with that at all. Um we have, of course, uh, as the donations rise, we have some great prizes connected, connected with these donations. The basic one is $30, and you get a Friends of CITR card, which gives you discounts at uh, many of the hippest stores in Vancouver. And uh, uh, we've got so many stores, I, won't, I, won't, I really don't have time to go into all of them, but once you get the CITR card, you'll understand what I mean um sixty bucks will give you a friends of c i t r card and a growler which is a, a beautiful glass bottle which is uh has our um insignia on it and you can put any anything in the glass bottle that you want and it's um it's quite a a lovely uh, uh very handy thing to have so that's one other prize but for one hundred dollars. And 90 cents, 101.9 in other words, which is of course our uh, FM call letters, um, you get a CITR notebook, you get a growler, and you get a CITR card. So, and the prizes go up right up to a thousand bucks. If you can afford a thousand bucks, wow, that's great. Uh, you get recognition you get all the prizes that are connected with that and recognition on CITR's donor wall in the new student union building which is a beauty right out here at the u- university so there you go uh, our goal is 40,000 bucks and we're getting closer and closer and closer by the hour so give us a call our friendly phone call takers are are waiting and uh, we'd like them to get busy so they can, uh, y- you know, really take care of business. So if you will take care of business, they will too. Very easy. Call 604-822-8648, 604-822-8648 or 604-UBC-UNIT. That's another way to remember the number. So um, there you go. All right, we're going to get back to uh, our jazz feature once again, the music of Grant Green, and we're going to uh, complete the album. There are six tracks on this uh, beautiful, wonderful Blue Note album called Feeling the Spirit. Grant Green, Herbie Hancock on uh, guitar and piano, Butch Warren on bass, Billy Higgins on drums, Garvin Messier on tambourine. We're going to get into now another traditional spiritual song called Go Down Moses. Then we're going to uh, switch to a very beautiful uh, lament, which goes way back in time. And it's a song called Sometimes I Feel Like a Motherless Child. And we're going to end with a beautiful song called Deep River. So those are the three tunes that we're going to hear right now to uh, conclude our jazz feature. Back to the music of the one and only Grant Green. And before you do, don't forget that phone number, 604-822-8648. Thank you. The conclusion of our jazz feature this evening, the album Feel in the Spirit with Grant Green on guitar, Herbie Hancock on piano, Butch Warren on bass, Billy Higgins on drums, and Garvin Massil on tambourine. We heard three spirituals that uh, concluded the set. We began with Go Down Moses, and then we move to sometimes I feel like a motherless child. And the final tune was a very reverent interpretation of a tune by Harry Burley, actually. It's the uh, probably the most recent uh, tune in that particular repertoire. And the tune, of course, is called Deep River. Grant Green. And our final jazz feature tribute to Black History Month And I picked this album especially because all of these songs, I think with the exception of Deep River, uh, the final tune were all written um, before the abolition of slavery in the United States. And these were songs that inspired people and gave them hope that uh, they would eventually be able to throw off the shackles and, um, and be free. And of course, that eventually did happen although free is an operative word these days. And uh, that's a whole other story, which we're not going to get into this evening. But we hope you enjoyed the jazz feature. And um, yes, Grant Green, one of the masters of the guitar. I love his playing, his sound on the guitar, and the fact that he... um, he played the the guitar as I mentioned before in the in the in, intro. He played the guitar very much like a saxophone because he didn't use a lot of chords. He's not he wasn't like Wes Montgomery, who of course was an expert at, at chords, um, and and so many guitar players play a lot of thick chords. Grant Green played single lines, and um, he he was uh, influenced mostly by saxophone players. That's what inspired a very young Grant Green to uh, pick up the instrument. That's what he wanted to do. He wanted to imitate the sound of, uh, of, of the saxophone on the guitar and, of course, uh, created his, his own style. He maintained that his biggest influence on guitar was Sonny Rollins, and, uh, which, which is very interesting, uh, how he was able to transform that into his own concept. And, of course, that's what musicians do. That's what great musicians do, and Grant Green was a great musician. Fortunately, most of his recorded legacy is easily available, and uh, if you can't find it in record stores, you can always find it on the internet or Amazon or all these all these things. So we hope you enjoy the jazz feature. After um, we uh, chat a little bit about uh, this other important thing <laughs> that we've been talking about, um, we're going to Play some early Dave Brubeck, and I love this period. This is uh, these are broadcast recordings before Brubeck became famous, and it features his early quartet uh, with Paul Desmond, of course, and um, a very very good friend of mine who lived here in Vancouver for about fifteen years. We had so much fun together. I really miss him. A uh, great Aquarian brother who was a bass player, and his name was Wyatt Reuther, and he was the bassist. Uh, in this edition of the Brubeck Quartet. So we'll be uh, playing some of that uh, in a few moments. But we would like to remind you right away that this is THE Jazz Show, the Leap Year Edition. My name's Gavin Walker, and we're going to carry on. We are having our fun drive. Yes, we there's a lot of stuff that uh, CITR does, and uh, of course... We do this every year. We work toward $40,000, and we're getting there. For instance, uh, thanks to the generosity of uh, a wonderful person by the name of Sarah, who donated $101.9, and um, she's going to get a whole bunch of uh, beautiful prizes for that donation, a uh, particular generous donation and we appreciate that among others and uh, we would just like to remind you that the phone number very simple we have our phone people waiting for you and uh, they're ready to uh, take your pledge whatever it is from a dollar to a thousand dollars or more whatever you want and CITR really provides uh, a service. It's, all, it's an alternative kind of a uh, radio station, of course, as, as one uh, is well aware. But we have such an eclectic um, amount of programming here. There's everything on CITR. A lot of people say, oh, that's the university station. They play alternative music all day. No, they don't. There's all kinds of music. I mean, for instance, the jazz show, there's classical music programs. There's there's all kinds of multicultural programming, as I mentioned earlier, Ethiopian programming, Indian program, which uh, Korean, Spanish, Russian, you name it, and the music that goes along uh, with that. And of course, it's part of Vancouver. Vancouver is such an international city now. People come here from uh, the United States, and, and, and they can't believe how uh, and go downtown in Vancouver, and they see people of uh, all races um, and cultures all together, and just downtown having fun, you know. And this is this is what makes our city great. And CITR contributes to that uh, with the with the programming. And of course, we uh, are in the business of training people, and radio training can cost a lot. We offer it free to members. Uh, of citr many many of which are students and but to pay for the trainers that's there's the rub you see and that's why we ask for donations and uh, as I said, any amount will do. We don't care, uh, you, you know, and we don't care what denomination either, <laughs> you know. If you want to give shekels, that's that's fine. If you want to give uh, uh, lira, <laughs> drachmas, whatever, you know, it, it all works. It's all money, and it can all be used. And the phone number here is 604-822-8648. That's the number to remember, 604-822-8648. Or if you like uh, letters, 604-UBC-UNIT. Uh, and you can use uh, any credit card, um, checks, whatever. Make a pledge. That's all we ask. And uh, as I said, there, there, there are wonderful prizes to go along with, uh, with your donations. and something to keep. Uh, the basic donation is $30, and you get yourself a CITR card. And there's tons of uh, great shops, uh, independent stores, um, that offer discounts. You just show the card, and and uh, away you go. And uh, everybody likes discounts. And, you know, you see something you want, and uh, especially, you know, some of the, the smaller specialty stores. And uh, show them the card, and you get a really nice reduction. So that's that's a good, significant donation. And then you have something to... To hang on to. Uh, 60 bucks gets you the uh, CITR Growler, of course, which is a great – it's a, it's a, um, a glass – it's essentially a glass bottle, but it's a lovely vessel. It has uh, the CITR logo on the side, and you can fill it with uh, a beverage of your own choosing. Uh-huh. Well, you, you can fill it with moonshine. That's, that's all right. And, you know, get down and dirty. Uh, Screech. You know, especially if you're from, originally from Newfoundland. Fill it with <laughs> anything you want, coffee, whatever. It's, it's, really, it's really nice, and it, it's nice to kind of hold on to a glass bottle. I hate plastic bottles. You know, they're, they're useless. A nice glass bottle. It's classy. And um, for $101.90, uh, and, uh, and, uh, which is what uh, uh, Sarah donated uh, to the jazz show, you get the um, CITR card, you get the growler, and you get a CITR notebook, which is really, really a very nice thing to have. 175 bucks will get you a CITR swag bag and an LP. And we have, like, all kinds of uh, LPs to choose from. LPs are coming back, you know. People are buying re- uh, um, record players and all that kind of stuff. They're becoming very easily available. And... The prizes go up, of course. Uh, you, if you want to del- deliver 500 bucks, that would be really nice. That's an on-air shout-out, 10-song playlist of your choice. No one else's. And, um, plus all the other stuff I mentioned. So there you go. There's a lot of uh, really, really nice things to get. So if you help us raise for 40 grand, that's that's our goal, and we've reached it every year. And that's really important. So it's I think CITR is very important to a lot of people. So um, don't forget us. 604-822-8648. 604-822-8648. CITR, U- 604-UBC-UNIT. 604-UBC-UNIT. There you go. And uh, our phone personnel is waiting. All right. Dave Brubeck, we're going to go back in history. Birdland, 1951. Just before Christmas in 1951, we're going to hear a selection of tunes that were um, all delivered. Uh, these are broadcast recordings. And we have to thank the, uh, the uh, intrepid Boris Rose, who recorded all kinds of broadcasting, uh, broadcast recordings. Uh, he was a, a jazz fan. And he was one of those guys. Um, he had he had uh, a portable, um, beautiful portable uh, tape deck, which at that time was very very expensive. And he listened to all these jazz broadcasts because the radio stations broadcast live jazz from the nightclubs, and he would ta- uh, he would tape them. And of course, then he eventually transferred the tapes to records, and then he would sell these <laughs> records. Um, they were kind of you know bootleg records of the time, but um, they're to this day they're very, very, very valuable recordings and we have to thank uh, Boris rose he was a, He was a devoted jazz fan. He was kind of a kind of a nerdy guy in those days, uh, a loner, an introvert, uh, and loved music and really, really understood it and uh, uh, a lot of his recordings are things are recordings that that we treasure. So these are these are Boris Rose recordings, and of course they've been transferred to a CD, cleaned up, all this kind of stuff. So the sound quality is very good. So we hear this early edition of the Dave Brubeck Quartet, and this is before Dave became famous, and this was before way way before Take Five and 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 all of those tunes. And and what the Brubeck Quartet did in those days was mostly their own. arrangements brubeck's and desmond's arrangements of standard tunes and they had a nice little format how to play these tunes and then solos and all that kind of stuff and interestingly enough this is where jazz history is kind of lacking in a way Uh, brubeck is often praised for the fact that he traveled um and refused to play in the southern states. This uh, when he became very, very famous because he had a African American bass player, and uh, that bass player was a gentleman named Joe Benjamin, and uh, also Eugene Wright. And so he would simply refuse. He said, "No, if the segregation and so on, we're not, we're not playing. Uh, we don't, we don't do that." So he he was um, very well respected for 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 this stance, but this that. Uh, actually took place after Brubeck became really famous. What a lot of people don't realize, that my friend Wyatt Ruther was playing with Brubeck back in 1951. So he was the first African-American bass player in Brubeck's band. And um, so that's, uh, and Wyatt's name has been left out of that. And Brubeck was traveling and, and, and doing all that stuff back then, but he wasn't famous, so um, <laughs> what? What he and of course he would run into difficulties sometimes having Wyatt on base um, because of the, the 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 racist atmosphere that was uh, pervasive in America. Strangely enough, but that's what was happening. Not necessarily at the jazz clubs, but on in restaurants and all that kind of stuff. Anyhow, so. Um, one of these days, the history, history books is going to say, well, Brubeck actually went back, was a bit of a pioneer that way because it went back to his, some of his early days and, and uh, had an uh, African-American bassist. Anyway, the people involved, Paul Desmond on alto saxophone, Dave Brubeck on piano, and my old friend, and as I said, I miss him, Wyatt Ruther on bass, and on drums, Herb Barman a very, very fine uh, drummer from San Francisco. So we're going to hear a bunch of tunes. We're going to open with a standard tune, kind of a silly tune, but uh, the quartet really made the most out of this tune. It's called At a Perfume Counter. And then we're going to hear a great version of How High the Moon, and then uh, another great uh, Harry Warren, Johnny Mercer tune, Jeepers Creepers, and then an original to close the set uh, by Dave Brubeck and Paul Desmond, a thing called Crazy... Chris. So here then, very early recordings by the Dave Brubeck Quartet. We heard four tunes by a very early edition of the Dave Brubeck Quartet, live recording from Birdland in New York in December of 1951. And, of course, Dave Brubeck on piano, Paul Desmond on alto saxophone, Wyatt Ruther on bass, and Herb Barman on drums. And uh, four tunes, beginning with uh, At a Perfume Counter, and then we went to Ha High the Moon, Jeepers Creepers, and finally an original by the band Crazy Chris. So this was many, many years before Take Five and all those famous uh, Brubeck tunes happened. Uh, the band was playing, as I said, in, in those days, in the early days, they played mostly standard tunes. They had a few original compositions, as you heard, the last tune. But basically, um, they reinterpreted um, standard tunes and and uh, um, created little arrangements on these tunes and then just playing them. And, of course, uh, it wasn't long, about a year later, that um, maybe a year, year and a half later, uh, Brubeck broke through because what happened was that he, there were only a few nightclubs that he really enjoyed playing in, and he felt the band was better than just playing in some of the hell holes that some of the jazz clubs were, nightclubs, and um uh, he wanted to he wanted something a little more from the band so he was kind of at loose ends on what to do and it was Brubeck's wife who said well you know you're a college graduate have you ever thought of like just bringing jazz into, into in, uh, play on campuses for college students and that's when the light bulb went on and Brubeck and his wife got together and started booking um concert dates at colleges throughout the United States, and that's how uh, Brubeck became famous, because he became uh, a favorite at, uh, at, at universities in the 50s. And uh, of course, that was his rise to fame, and uh, he never looked back after that. So, hope you enjoyed the, uh, those four tunes that, from this early edition of the Brubeck Quartet. You are listening to The Jazz Show, 101.9 on your radio dial. Of course, we're also on the net, uh, www.citr.ca. My name's Gavin Walker, and of course, um, we are in the middle of our fun drive. So once again, we have to kind of um, tell you what's happening, and uh, the, the pot is growing here. There are people uh, phoning in and uh, and donating, and I think that's a that's a great thing, because CITR does a lot of great things, and money is. Well, you know how important money is. We all know how important money is, and um, one of the things CITR has uh, workshops, training, spoken word support, um, and it will go to improve the quality of the sound on our air- airwaves and, and help young people become uh, a little more professional, a little more smooth, and, of course, uh, uh, present uh, what they want to present on CITR radio because it really is open to uh, so many different types of programming. And that's something that uh, I think a lot of people have realized now over the years that uh, CITR um, does have a, a very, very varied um, Quality programming. So, we want to produce uh, radio documentaries, uh, talk radio, and quality radio takes a lot of skill, time, and staff support. This is important. And um, this is one of the reasons why we're asking you to uh, support CITR and all that it stands for. It's not just uh, um, programming music. Uh, it's there's so many so many more things the uh, and especially supporting the local music scene here in Vancouver it 's done it for thirty years. We want to continue to do that and uh, there's all sorts of um, we've launched careers in print design, music, journalism, all this kind of stuff so there's a lot of radio stations commercial radio doesn't do this. Uh, we do, and I think this is this is very important so CITR is unique. In that. And uh, that's one of the reasons why we ask you to uh, donate uh, a few bucks to uh, CITR. Uh, Be it small, be it large, please do. Um, It's something to keep everything going and keep the um, complete, uh, varied uh, growth of CITR. It's more than just a radio station, as uh, especially devoted listeners have found out. 604-822-8648. 604-822-8648. Call takers are waiting. And um, if you like letters, it's 604-UBC-UNIT. Simple as that. 604-UBC-UNIT. Here's a guy who's a friend of mine. I'm going to play some music by him. He's... Uh, He's a transplanted American, lives in Toronto, has lived in Toronto for years, originally from Buffalo, New York, and he is part of the uh, Italian jazz, we, we often say uh, the Italian jazz mafia, uh, because there's a lot of musicians from upstate New York of Italian descent for some reason. Uh, it's one of those things, and it, and upstate New York has produced uh, some incredible musicians: J.R. Monteros, um, uh, the Mangioni brothers. Of course, everybody knows Chuck Manjoni, but he's a couple of brothers: uh, Gap Mangioni, the pianist. Um, all kinds of uh, uh, very very significant musicians have were sort of born and raised, and they are of Italian ancestry. So that's the joke, of course, that they are the the uh, the jazz mafia. But uh, Sam Noto is another one, and as I said, uh, he's uh, Sam is a, a great musician, very, very funny uh, man, and a, a major trumpeter. Sam Noto is, is something else, and he's lived for years in Toronto, very happy, worked with the Boss Brass for years, went up there to actually uh, join them, and became a Canadian citizen and has been very happy in Toronto ever since. And Sam Noto is one of the major trumpet players. Uh, sometimes, some people don't think of Sam as that, but he is. And we're going to hear him on an album uh, on his own with his buddy Joel Romano on tenor saxophone and an all-New York rhythm section, the Cadillac of rhythm sections, Barry Harris on piano, Sam Jones on bass, and Billy Higgins on drums. This is from an album called Act One, And it came out uh, um, originally on Xanadu Records. And we're going to hear the title track. It's a Sam Noto composition. And uh, another track uh, that Sam wrote called Aries, which, of course, is his astrology sign. So here, then, is the great trumpeter, and I do mean great, Sam Noto and Company. (laughs) ¶¶
0: I'm sorry.
1: Music by American-born Toronto resident Sam Noto, one of the great trumpet players in jazz history and one that should be uh, better known, really. He's uh, such a wonderful musician. This is from an album called Act One. And, of course, Sam Noto had been buried for many, many years in, in big bands. He was part of Stan Kenton's orchestra, some of some of the best Stan Kenton orchestra uh, editions, and various other other big bands, and then all of a sudden in the 70s, um, Sam had always been a, a, a great player, but he had never re- really uh, recorded a solo album, and all of a sudden somebody heard him and said, you know, this <laughs> this guy deserves uh, his own albums and his own small group music, and of course that was the beginning of um, some sort of recognition for Sam Noto, great, great musician, and uh Of course, he's been a resident of Toronto. He's a Canadian citizen now and a resident of Toronto for many years. But originally from Buffalo, upstate New York. And uh, his buddy on tenor saxophone on this album, Joe Romano, the late, great Joe Romano. And, of course, uh, an all-New York Cadillac rhythm section. Barry Harris on piano, Sam Jones on bass, Billy Higgins on drums. And we heard the title track. Um, These are all uh, Sam Noto compositions. The title track, Act One. And then we went to uh, a piece of music that uh, is Sam's uh, astrology sign, Aries. And the final tune we heard was called Upstate Association. And of course, uh, you know, uh, Noto and Romano, of course, were all from upstate New York, as were many, many musicians of uh, Italian ancestry. So there you go. There's the, uh, there's the association. All right. You are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. And we shall return in a few moments right after these uh, significant messages. FunDrive Drive
2: 2016 is online and it's waiting for you. Head on over to CITR.ca slash donate to help us reach our goal of $40,000 to continue growing our local arts and music scenes in our diverse cultures. By donating, you'll receive awesome CITR prizes like notebooks, swag bags, LPs, and on-air shoutouts. It's all on now, but it won't be forever.
0: Who will win the digital revolution? On Sunday, March 6th at the Downtown VPL, join Robert McChesney and John Nichols in conversation on their new book, People Get Ready, The Fight Against a Jobless Economy and a Citizenless Democracy, in a fundraiser by Open Media and Media Democracy Project Vancouver. Tickets are $5 for students and seniors and $10 for general, available at openmedia.org slash en slash events.
1: Usually give you a little lowdown on the uh, weather around this time, and of course you, I'm sure you recognize that theme. Uh, tonight is uh, cloudy with a 30% chance of a shower. Then it's going to rain later on this evening and quite windy as well, with a low of seven. Then uh, tomorrow, um, well, rain and windy. It's going to continue for the day, with a low of seven and a high of eleven. Then Thursday. Or Wednesday, a mix of sun and cloud with a 60% chance of a shower. I guess a little better, low of 6, high of 10. Oh, and then they're going to pull the curtain down because uh, the next few days, rain. Periods of rain, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And temperatures between uh, low of 5 and highs up to a tropical 12. Then on Sunday, maybe a bit of a respite. Cloudy with a 60% chance of a shower with a low of 5 and a high of 11. So uh, that's the picture, but uh, a little more brighter, of course, is um, the fact that we're doing uh, our fund drive on, uh, on CITR, and uh, I think it's very important for you to uh, uh, think about uh, contributing to uh, CITR in uh, a monetary way, anything, um, and of course, it's very easy to contribute um, and, and you can use any kind of credit card or check, uh, whatever. Just make a pledge. Um, it's very important. Um, there's all sorts of stuff that uh, CRTR does, including um, uh, writers, illustrators, photographers. Um, and, of course, uh, our, all our individual tastes in music, of course, is uh, CRTR is, is open to that. I mean, uh, we have all kinds of... Uh, great programs on on CITR including this one if I must pat myself on the back so but we have classical music programs we have uh, uh music from uh, all over the world that sort of thing and and uh CITR is one of the most interesting and um, really listenable uh radio stations in the city of Vancouver and not just in the city of Vancouver of course we're on the internet so people can listen to us worldwide as well and uh it's really important that uh, we keep uh, everything uh in uh in top-notch shape and uh it requires money uh, in a word money <laughs> it's important but it's also important that uh you think about um Uh, A a donation, and it doesn't matter uh, how much or how little, as long as you donate, that is important. And the number is 604-822-8648. 604-822-8648. Give it a try, and um, away you go, and whatever you'd like to pledge, um, tell our friendly call takers. 604-822-8648, or uh, 604 UBC unit, Bobby Jones. There's a name. Um, a lot of people don't know about Bobby Jones. He was a very important, uh, saxophonist actually came out of the Woody Herman band, but he, his claim to fame. And unfortunately he, he, he died quite young, um, from cancer and, and, uh, we didn't really hear his promise fulfilled, but he did work with Charles Mingus, for a couple of years, Bobby Jones is a tremendous saxophone player. Um, he also is a very, very fine clarinet player as well. Um, a lot of saxophone players start on clarinet, but then they forget about it because they get into the saxophone and leave the clarinet behind But uh, Bobby Jones, when he was with Mingus, uh, was featured a lot on clarinet and there 's some great recordings from the um, when Mingus uh, was uh, uh, really getting into the second part of his career in the early 70s, touring Europe and so on. Bobby Jones was part of his uh, his working band, and some very, very fine recordings with Mr. Jones. But this is one he made under his own name. Um, it was actually his, his first under his own name, and it's called The Arrival of Bobby Jones. And it featured um, some of his associates with um, Mingus Band, including my friend Charles MacPherson, Uh, who's heard here on alto saxophone, and uh, also from the Mingus Band, who was playing with Mingus at the time, pianist Jackie Byard. And, of course, uh, having Jackie on the date is always uh, very wise because Jackie um, is full of ideas, how to arrange tunes and and stuff. He contributes a lot to anybody's record date, including his own. On bass, one of the greats, Richard Davis, and on drums, Mickey Roker. We're going to hear two tunes. The first one is... uh, Dedication, Bobby's dedication to uh, uh, John Coltrane, and it's called simply Thanks to Train. And then we're going to uh, hear another dedication to another great musician, Charlie Parker, and it's called Blues for uh, the Brown Buddha, and both compositions by Bobby Jones. Check them out. You'll be impressed. Thank you. Two tracks from a fairly rare album by saxophonist Bobby Jones and we heard him on tenor saxophone on the first tune and soprano saxophone on the second tune and they were both Bobby Jones compositions. The first one was an amazing piece of music called Thanks to Train and it featured Bobby and a quartet of musicians Jackie Byard on piano, Richard Davis on amazing bass (laughs) and Mickey Roker on drums. And then we added for the second tune, Charles Macpherson on alto saxophone. And they did a tune um, with a very definitely a Charlie Parker flavor. The tune was dedicated to him too. Written by Bobby Jones called Blues for the Brown Buddha. And that's from an album called The Arrival of Bobby Jones. And unfortunately he uh, he died of cancer quite young. He was only in his 30s. But uh, a most accomplished musician. And this is one of the Um, few records that he made under his own name. This is a good one, The Arrival of Bobby Jones, worth looking for. All right, you are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. My name's Gavin Walker, and of course we're carrying on with our fun drive, and uh, hopefully uh, you and contribute to that. You don't have to do it this evening. You can do it right up to the end of Fun Drive, and even after. You can, you can uh, get onto the CITR website, which is citr.ca, or you can call at any time at your convenience, um, CITR. Uh, you can phone our hotline number, of course, which is 604-822-8648 or 604-UBC-UNIT. And our fund drive ends on March the 4th. So I know a lot of people kind of wait sometimes for the paycheck to arrive and figure out what's, what's going on here uh, in terms of uh, paying the rent and so on, which is due in a lot of places tomorrow because it's March the 1st. And all that kind of stuff. Uh, but you have right up until March the 4th is the final day of the fund drive. But um, that can be, of course extended, and uh, you can call at any time. The Fund Drive officially ends on Thursday at 9.30 p.m. March the 3rd, but uh, that shouldn't stop you if you really are considering donating, which I hope you are. So once again, that number is 604-822-8648, 604-UBC-UNIT. We're going to take you now to Paris very animated audience at the Club Saint-Germain in Paris, France, just before Christmas in 1958 with this incredible edition of Art Blakey's Jazz Messengers. This was Blakey's first visit with his own band to Europe, and The band, of course, had been revamped by tenor saxophonist Benny Golson, who's still very much with us. And uh, Benny brought in all of his people um, to Art Blakey's band. It was very interesting how this band was formed because Blakey hired Benny Golson uh, on a couple of one-nighters. And um, after the gig, they they went and had uh, a conversation after, and and Blakey said, you know, I, I should be... I'm Art Blakey. I'm, I'm, you know, one of the greatest drummers in jazz and so on and so forth. And I'm working for Peanuts and uh, and so on. And and, uh, Benny, what am I going to do? I really like your playing. I wish you could, you know, hang in there. And Benny said, well, I will. But what you have to do is fire the rest of the band, except for yourself, of course. And Blakey was quite taken aback by this. And Benny says, I got some people uh, that... I know we'll make a great band for you. And so Blakey did. He fired the, the people he had been working with and relied on Benny Golson to reorganize his band. And Benny picked all Philadelphia guys. <laughs> and Art Blakey, who was from Pittsburgh originally, said, Hey, what's this, a conspiracy? Philadelphia conspiracy? You see, Benny Golson hired Lee Morgan, the great protege of the trumpet, who was still a teenager at the time and had just left Dizzy Gillespie's big band and was freelancing. Benny Golson picked Lee and he picked pianist Bobby Timmons and the great bassist Jimmy Merritt. They were all from Philadelphia. And, of course, Benny Golson himself and, and Art Blakey on drums made up this incredible edition of Art Blakey's Jazz Messengers. And this band really put Blakey's name in the forefront and this was the part of their first tour of Europe so we're going to play a couple of tunes from here that were made famous the first one is monin which was written by bobby timmons and it was a big big hit for the band and the second tune is a benny golson composition called the blues march so here then is this incredible edition recorded live Monin, Bobby Timmons. couple of tracks that were recorded uh, just before Christmas at the uh, Club Saint Germain in Paris by Art Blakey's Jazz Messengers, a great edition of that band, and uh, of course uh, we heard some uh, very much um, some animated uh, responses to the band as well. Uh, the great uh, pianist and uh, former wife of uh, Adam Clayton Powell, who was uh, um, a great man in uh, Harlem. Um, Hazel Scott was uh, living in Paris at the time, and she brought down a whole entourage of people to uh, um, encourage the band and uh, just deliver some uh, good hand-clapping and shouting and all that kind of stuff. And so she was there, (laughs) and uh, very much so. But the band sounded great. Lee Morgan on trumpet, who then was a teenage sensation. Benny Golson, the musical director on tenor saxophone, who is still alive. And another person who is still with us, bassist Jimmy Merritt. The late Bobby Timmons at the piano, and of course the late leader of the band, one of the greatest drummers in jazz, Art Blakey. We heard two tunes. The first one was written by Bobby Timmons. That was his big hit called Moanin'. And the second tune was written by Benny Golson, and it was entitled Blues March. You are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR FM 101.9, or on your computer, www.citr.ca. My name is Gavin Walker, and uh, the clock has just kind of ticked over. It's uh, now the 1st of March, (laughs) no longer... um, No longer leap year. (laughs) Well, it is leap year, but, uh, you know, no longer February 29th. But it still is our CITR fund drive. And just once again, uh, just a a gentle reminder of uh, that phone number, which um, I encourage you to write down and and call in any time because there are call takers here uh, all around the clock at CITR. 604-822-8648 604-822-8648 or 604-UBC-UNIT. And uh, we take anything, shekels, lira, drachmas, dollars, cents, whatever, and uh, make your pledge. The fund drive ends on officially on Thursday, March the 3rd at 9.30 p.m., but uh, you can donate after that. We're very happy to uh, um, get donations from you. And of course, it's all for a good cause. And we aim, as we always every year, for $40,000. And we've achieved it every year so far. So help us achieve that this year too, 2016. All right. Once again, 604-822-8648. We're going to carry on for a little while with some music by Hammond organist Jimmy Smith. Jimmy, of course, was the great Hammond organist, and really the person that put the Hammond organ back on the map in the late 50s. But this recording is unique. Um, these three tunes are unique because this is the only these are the only recordings that Jimmy Smith ever did with drummer Philly Joe Jones, who was, of course is one of the greatest of all modern jazz drummers. The guitarist on here is the fabulous, and still with us, Kenny Burrell. So we're going to hear three tunes. We're going to open with a Thelonious Monk composition called Hackensack, and then the second tune is a standard tune by Burke and Van Heusen called It Could Happen To You, and the third tune is a great tune by Vincent Humans called Sometimes I'm Happy. So a trio of tunes by this great trio Jimmy Smith on Hammond organ, Kenny Burrell on guitar and the great Philly Joe Jones on drums. Hey. some pretty slick and smooth Jimmy Smith from um, an album called Softly as in a Summer Breeze. And this is a rare recording because this is the only time that Jimmy Smith recorded with the great Philly Joe Jones on drums. And Kenny Burrell was the guitarist and Mr. Smith in top form. We heard three tunes by this uh, uh, great trio. Hackensack by Thelonious Monk was the opener. Then we moved things down to uh, a ballad, a lovely rendition of It Could Happen to You by Burke and Van Heusen. And the final tune was a very relaxed and very tasty version of the Vincent Eubens classic, Sometimes I'm Happy. There was a classic version of this uh, delivered by Lester Young um, in 1944, I believe, and it was kind of set the standard of the way jazz guys interpret this tune I think Jimmy Smith was inspired by that on this track we're going to close the show with a great piece of music by McCoy Tyner pianist McCoy Tyner and this features some musicians uh, who are most of them uh, with the exception of uh, the drummer and the bassist and the trumpeter, are still with us. <laughs> okay, half the band's alive, half the other band has uh, gone to the big, uh, the big sky. But uh, the people involved here, this is from a great album called Expansions, which came out on Blue Note Records, one of my favorite McCoy Tyner albums. It was recorded in 1968, and it featured an all-star group, Woody Shaw on trumpet, the late Woody Shaw on trumpet, Gary Bartz, who was just here in Vancouver playing alto saxophone, Wayne Shorter on tenor saxophone, and Ron Carter on cello, and McCoy Tyner at the piano. So Bartz, Shorter, Carter, and Tyner, of course, are still very much with us. The late Herbie Lewis is on bass, and the drummer is the late Freddie Waits. And this is a composition, the opening track on this album. And uh, it's going to be the opening track on the album, but the closer for the jazz show, this edition. And uh, this piece of music is called Vision. From McCoy Tyner's album, Expansions, we heard the tune that he wrote called Vision, which featured uh, everyone in the band, including Woody Shaw on trumpet, Gary Bartz on alto saxophone, Wayne Shorter on tenor saxophone, Ron Carter on cello, McCoy Tyner, of course, the leader at the piano, Herbie Lewis on bass, and Freddie Waits on drums. Vision. And so Vision concludes our fun drive edition of The Jazz Show, also our leap year edition of The Jazz Show. And we'll be back next week in the merry month of March to uh, continue with the uh, musical odyssey. So we'd like to thank you very much for being out there this evening. On behalf of The Jazz Show, myself, Gavin Walker, CITR FM 101.9, or CITR on your computer, www.citr.ca and don't forget the important phone number for the fun drive which is going on until Thursday March the 3rd and that phone number is the all important 822 8648 604 822 8648 thanks once again and take care we'll see you in seven days time